All right. Here we are. Special session of lawyer talk. Turning up all the mics. About to phone in to the Blitz. The Blitz. Now, those that know, yours truly is sometimes famous. Almost famous for being on the Blitz every Wednesday. Well, Corona Shimona. Here we are. We're going to call in. Corona. Right from the 511 studios, we're going to call in the Blitz and provide radio advice to the masses. Hey, Steve? Yes, sir. Hey, uh, uh, we're going to be about 10 minutes. Can I call you right back? Yeah, man. Just call and hit the uh, cell phone and uh, I'll, I'll just... Awesome, man. Thanks. Thanks. You know, such a weird environment. Can't even go to the radio station. But that's all right. It's sort of like a merger, isn't it, between 511? This is good right here. I'm, yeah. I'm digging this. Yeah. Because this is like a behind-the-scenes, on-the-scenes call-in lawyer talk. I, I do like the fact—I like. I mean, I, I liked it when it was Night Court because— but better call Saul. I'm, 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 I'm glad this, I like the Better Call Saul. I'm a fan of the show. Well, you know what we need? The beard. I know we need the beard, dude. He needs to be on the call in. Just so you could tell him too, just so you know, yeah, for the callers, you could, we gotta let the callers know that they're also not only on the Blitz, but they're also on Lawyer Talk, off the record. And you can even have the beard answer in. Yeah, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna fuck with them. The options are limitless. Limitless, man. So this is uh, this is good. We're gonna be uh, coming live right at all the Blitz Nation listeners, our people, the ones that rely. I'm gonna have to tell Shorty because she is. She always listens. She does. She she listens here. Uh, let me see here, Shorty. All right, everybody. I'm text talking. Well, that doesn't work. Whenever you're fucking, it says. I'm in the van with the text. What the fuck does that even mean? We will be phoning in to the Blitz. Lawyer talk off the record on the air at the Blitz. Now that's a talk text. That's a talk text right there, man. Yeah. You're going to edit some of this out, I do believe, already because of your phone number. You know, at least want to cut that out. That's just going to sound like... So everybody who wanted my wanted the secret bat phone, can we cut the number out and play it back where it says Alright, I'm telling the office upstairs what I'm doing. You know, they're not used to having me even in the building on Wednesdays. I'm usually at the radio right now. So We'll have to see how this and goes. And they pulled in, they, were, they saw my rig, and they were like, oh, no, Ugh. the ass clown is back. He's back. Now, so uh, just a couple things I suppose we should talk about whilst we're waiting. You know, um, the show must go on, I think. Amidst the quarantines, amidst the chaos, amidst the shutdowns, the financial catastrophes, which I am not going to understate because this has impacted everybody. We're going to still provide entertainment. We have to go, go. The show must go on. I feel like. In a I, show that's in a small room like this, I mean, we've never had 10 people in here. So we're right in there following along with the, with the recommendations. Yeah, no, we're quarantined. We're, we're, we're like almost six feet apart. 
Um, yeah, I guess that's it. We're not quite six feet, are we? Well, I is mean, that's, what is that? Is that two and a half feet? Three? Maybe? No. I yeah. would say two? three and a half feet. So maybe four, four. Maybe three. I think that's good. So look, my arm is probably three feet. Nah, it's probably two. Yeah, we're close. Yeah, we're close. Um, but it's sort of like at the end of the movie Titanic when the when the the quartet, the string quartet, is playing on the deck as the ship goes down, entertaining. That's what we're gonna do. Maybe I should cut that out. I don't think the ship's really going down. I think we all. I think we all. Survive. I think we all survived. No, yeah, that was just the Titanic. Yeah, that was this, the Titanic. This, you know, I mean, that's that's small. That's that's small. It. The amazing thing is, though, is that every day, it's different. Every day, it's different. There's I mean, something we, we saw more. something coming, and it was like, ah, what is this? Back and forth, and then it just started hitting for real. And that one, I mean, and I'm bound to, I, you know, I, I don't know exactly where I am. If if I gave you my opinion each day, I guess, I, and like I said earlier, I was like, what is today? No, it's Wednesday. So I guess let's go Wednesday. We're going to go back to when was when was that Friday? When did really the big news start coming out? When the did big news was when the courts shut down. It was Friday night. Yeah, Friday. That and, was it. It was Friday. It was, uh, but it was before that it started. And I remember two weeks ago sitting down here and talking to you and talking to others and, and texting friends and such that, um, you know, this is, I remember saying this is bad. And I was at court last week and Monday or Tuesday and I talked to some, some folks and everybody's walking around just sort of happy go lucky. And I remember I, I ran into a, an old friend who does something similar to what I do. And uh, I looked at him and I said, this is bad. And he goes, I know it is. And I said, these folks don't get it. And he goes, I know they don't. And uh, people don't realize that if you shut down commerce at a level, and, and, and by the way, I don't think, it's certainly not my opinion and nor yours do I think that it's either right or wrong for the shutdowns. I can't, I, I don't know, but it is, it is happening and, and it is what it is. So uh, this is not necessarily comment or opinion on that. But the fact that there is a shutdown of what essentially is the burning ember of our economic structure, which is those folks who supply and provide goods and services to people at a at the consumer level. And by that, maybe I, let's just say restaurant business, entertainment business. Um, those people are the hardest working good folks out there, and they are currently unemployed. And the... the that stifles the economic structure. Um, that is where at the lowest, uh, lowest it makes it sound like it's insignificant. At a very significant level, that is where commerce occurs. I mean, it's like the marketplace. It's the traditional marketplace. We knew it was coming. Me and, me and Steve been having conversations, and and we had our we were looking at at, at a picture that I, to a point we were ahead of a, of people in our surroundings. Yep, the way they felt and saw things going. And then if you got my opinion from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, today is Wednesday morning, it has changed every day. And we were at a restaurant on, on for the Last Supper. Yep. And it was very emotional. We were at the Ghost Riders Public House in Johnstown, Ohio. That yeah. Amazing place. My it's, wife it's, and I it's, met it's, you and Shorty up there. And let me just say, that was my first visit. You have been touting this place since it opened. Uh, and it was phenomenal. Everything from the, my, the moment I stepped in that door of that restaurant, I could tell this was a classy place. And I don't mean classy like outclassing people. They didn't care who you are. I just meant, I mean classy in the sense that, you know, they were friendly. They greeted me. 
They asked me what I needed. Uh, I told them, incidentally, I was meeting Jared and Shorty, and they said, "Oh, oh, yeah, I don't think they're here. Yeah, they knew who you were." Uh, but uh, no, they were. It was a. It was a. You could just look around there and tell it was a community establishment with all sorts of members of the community there, uh, engaged in conversation, engaged in uh, sort of uh, social community activities, and uh, they were all hanging out, having and, and then the food, right? I mean. You know, Carter behind the bar, uh, phenomenal service. Uh, we met the owners. Since we've been visiting, I, I, all the way around the board, yeah. they've, they've got it taken care of. But that night, you know, because it, it was, it was a, a quick, swift kick in the butt. Yeah. You, know, you know, on that day, that was, uh, the, was that Saturday? No, it was that Sunday. It was Sunday night. It was yeah. Sunday night. You know, earlier the governor came out and said at 9 p.m., all the bars – and restaurants are closed. Now it was full. It was full packed. We weren't doing our six feet. There was more than ten people. It was a full establishment. But whenever I saw the chef put up the last meal, because we were there till the end, and you know, I saw a tear run down his face because it's fear. The the unknown was put before us. The stress that is coming down on everybody, just just everybody. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter what you what you do. Just walking down the streets, there's just an eerie feeling of this invisible problem that we have. It's it's just it 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 by then on Sunday, it had hit people that this is a big deal. That not only a big deal from the 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 public health side of it, but also a big deal from the economic side of it, and a big deal from the personal side of it. Like everybody's starting to think. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if, what if I don't have a job? What if I do get sick? What if my family's not okay? What if, you know, the, the what ifs can take you straight to hell, man. DeWine closed down the Arnold's Classic. Yep. That was the start. And that's that when, was when we saw, we saw it coming. And then it wasn't too long after that, that, you know, on the one day that they canceled, you know, the, the, the March Madness, the tournaments, when uh, Bass, you know, the Major League Hockey, Everything shut down that was playing, right? Even the, you know they they shut down the the spring games for baseball. Yeah, and and when I saw that, I think that's about when I knew when I when I when I looked at uh, saw that news and I looked at you and and Jeff and the and the rest of the office and and those around us. I just said this is going to be very bad, and the reason is that I I sort of know from a very uh, real local level, like being my boots on the ground, what what things like the Arnold do for our local economy uh you know it brings in think of the hotel workers think of the transportation services think of the food services the restaurants who hasn't been out during the arnold to see all those visitors and you can tell it's like that was their first hit yeah that was their first you know i mean things went bad for local bars local restaurants local hotels right especially downtown here yep they felt it then i I bet you they were not aware that because nobody seemed to really be aware that things were going to get shut down. Yeah, it's no big deal because most of the people don't, and this isn't a criticism, but a lot of people don't understand the significance of that economically because they are not part of that chain at that level. They're either part of that, they're they're either in a different chain altogether or maybe farther away from the chain or they're, they're a link down the road. They don't see the connections. And I think because I am in that that part of that chain, I could see this as a very bad thing. I mean, look, good or bad or ugly, 
tis the season to get drunk and party, man. I mean, this is like, this is uh, springtime. This is everybody getting out after uh, a long winter. The weather's changing. March Madness cometh. Schools are on spring break. Spring break. The Arnold is in town. And that's sort of like, these are... these are St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. And these are, this is a benchmark in our calendar here in Columbus. And, and I think for a lot of people in other cities too. And uh, if not the Arnold, then some other festival. But it, it's like, you know, then then came the concert cancellations. I was on the Blitz last week. And, and a lot of the questions were about, they've canceled my concert and the tickets are, you know, they're not giving me a refund on my tickets. And, and you know, I, I, could, I could smell it coming. I remember I left the radio show last week and I said, this is bad. This is really bad. Because once that start, if you look at the dollars, uh, the influx, the commerce that occurs because of those big events, that impacts and supports the economy all the way to the top. It really does. And I think a lot of people... From the bartenders to the janitors yes. to the production companies to the sound man, to the light man, yep. to the band that's performing, yes. to the merchandise that's going to be sold, to the food, the the Ubers. The, I mean, it just it trickled to the gas, to the... I mean, it's sure. just... And and I think there's an and then there then there's the whole other sort of uh, maybe a little less direct component of this, and that is when people are doing things like that, they feel good, and when people feel good, uh, work is better, and when work is better, the economy's better, and commerce is better generally. So I think there's some of that that goes along with it, and uh, if you don't have any of that, if you don't have the show, uh, you, it's not just that you don't feel good. If the show is canceled, now you feel bad. Now you start to complain. And, and I'm not criticizing any complaints about not getting your money back on tickets because I've seen that nonsense too. Come on in. We got the, the beer. beer just walked in. We on? Yeah, we're on. We're on. We're on. Oh, it's going to be uh, the free call and legal advice on the Blitz. But they're, they, little did they know that they're going to be calling in too. Yeah, so we're waiting on the Blitz to call us back, talk. Jeff. Off the record, on, on the, the air, really on the yeah. blitz, yeah, so. on the blitz. They're not. They're not only going to get Steve, but they're going to get the beard. Good. It's yeah, going to get bro. better finally. This is. Yeah. I mean, about, about time people are finally going to tune in now. I mean, can't sh- hear anything. Shorty gave it the thumbs up. You can't hear anything. Let yeah, me, yeah. Let me check on you, bro. No, 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 no. I got it now. All right, now I got it. Just had a little volume pot correction. So explain to me what's going on. So, so obviously you're normally on the blitz right now. Yeah. Here's what's going on. Um and. We'll give Jeff sort of the two-minute summary. We are, uh, because of the scare, and, I, and I've been very clear, I'm not discounting the scare. I'm not saying it's a, it's, an, it's inappropriate or should be or shouldn't be. The fact is there is a fear now of this virus. And I think the Blitz, the radio station, 99.7, has done what they can to limit the spread on their part, but the show must go on. And I've worked in coordination with Randy and Loper and the rest of the crew over there uh, to phone in and provide the Wednesday legal advice right here from studio c at 511 and i thought what better opportunity we'll just do a lawyer talk show now we're throwing it together at the last minute you didn't know this was happening until this morning oh here we go i didn't know this was happening until like yeah here we go here we go 30 seconds ago hello hey steve hey man this stuff's crazy man i know you know we're recording on my end too you're what now (laughs) yeah i'm doing i'm doing my podcast while we do this show oh no kidding yeah all right, well, you got four minutes. I'll put you on hold, okay? Right, we have to wait. Get back to doing what you're doing, and we'll come to you in exactly four minutes. Perfect, man. Thanks. All right, hang on. 
All right, so apparently we're on hold for four minutes. We are on hold for four this minutes. Radio, that's what this happens, is, man. This is radio, man. Yeah, this People is, don't know this at home. They're biting at the bits to talk with Steve Palmer. Here we well, are. And it's not. It, they're like, probably taking all that time just to kind of parse through the good, like the good stuff. There's see, probably a lot of calls that have come in. People sitting at home panicking. Now thinking, I do know what's going on there because usually I'm there. No, you you, yeah. this, you don't always phone it in. Yeah, I'm usually there. So what they're doing right now is they're in a break. Uh, they're, they're they're playing they're, some music, playing some music, <laughs> and, and or and or some uh, advertising. Are they still full steam over there? Well, I guess so. I mean, I, I but I, I, uh, clearly no studio guests in person anyway. Yeah. So we've got that going on, which is nice. Makes uh, it tough though. But no, things in your world, man. You staying away from the coronavirus? Yeah, I'm co- I'm coronavirus free. Are you? I mean, uh, maybe I'm not. What's so I'm gonna, scary I'm gonna have to say is that we could, we'd all three have it right now. Kevin Durant just tested positive for it. He's like, I feel fine, but apparently I'm positive for it. We're is he the basketball player? Kevin, I, I, Kevin Durant, yeah. I, I, I seen an interview. I, I do believe it was with him. And he's just like this. No, if they wanted to go out and play ball right now, I'm ready to go. I mean, he looked. But apparently I, I have this virus. But apparently yeah. I have it. Yeah. So. Now, some people think we all have it. We're just walking around. We're carriers of it. Some people think that it's a China syndrome where it's some sort of plot, conspiratorial plot. Some people. Well, uh, I don't know. I did bring up the Russians. Some people think it's the Russians. Yeah, but it's affecting Russia too, right? You yeah, just think I they don't started know. I've it not there. heard anything about what's going on in Russia, but no. I mean, it's everywhere. It's oh, a, is it? Oh, <laughs> not, it's not, not West Virginia. I, I was saying the other day that that's probably the best place to be right now. So if you live like- Don't no, go there. They'll probably kick you out. They'll be like, don't Oh, no, brain. exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you live in a holler with your other yeah. family members in West Virginia and you don't really go anywhere and nobody really comes to your town, it's the best place to be. It's the safest place to be. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and I guess they just probably wash their hands a lot. <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I mean, don't even know if they need to. But there has to be not something. Even floating I mean, around. is it just kind of odd that it's like? Well, no, yeah. that makes sense. I mean, look, if if it is spread by contact and you're in a spot where there is less contact with other that's humans, I mean, that's the idea of the quarantine in the first place. That's just a natural quarantine place. So if you're in the hollers and you don't have any contact with people uh, who have it, then you're not going to get it. Now, that may be good, and may be bad. I don't know. Mm. I mean, part of me wants to say, just give me the damn thing and be done with it. I mean, I had a friend, I'll, I'll leave out the details of what he said, but he's like, you know, I'll fight the flu off for three days and then I'll be back at it. But I don't know if you can, I don't know if it's like chicken pox where you get it once, you can't get it again. I don't think it is. I think you can just keep getting it. Now, see, I've heard, well, I, what do I know? But I, we talked to uh, somebody who is scientific, let's say. Now, his words were, this is very, uh, this is a sta- genetically stable virus meaning it doesn't mutate because it mutates at all then your your body doesn't have the immunity to it right and it can okay so i guess the theory is the more it mutates the more it um open open my morning beverage here the more it mutates the more it uh you can get it twice because it's it changes and you you don't have the immunity for it but if it doesn't mutate you get it and then you've got it but i'm sure that it can mutate and there's probably a future where we're going to have like corona 2 and corona 3 i saw i saw pence said probably looking in july at least before there's they start maybe at that point lifting some of the stuff you know the quarantines the don't go out unless you absolutely have to oh hello it's speakerphone yeah, but it's not like the phone has a set of headphones around it. <laughs> All right, and we're going to try this. Uh, not in the studio with us today, but uh, live. 
on the phone with us is Steve Palmer. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Steve Palmer here. Hey, good to have you on, Steve. Yeah. What? Uh, so, we're, the, the, if everybody can hear me, I can hear everybody else. So we can we can hit it. All right, cool, man. We'll uh, we'll take some calls at eight two one ninety nine seven zero. Probably uh, the best way to get in touch with us too would be uh, text at ninety nine seven hundred. So with this whole shutdown, man, everybody is uh, in their house, quarantined for the most part. Are you getting any calls like with people that are out? breaking a violation or anything like that no you know this is this is interesting because uh there is basically we were just talking about this there's no commerce happening at, at at a grassroots type level you know the folks that the hardworking folks that uh that really make it happen for us all the bartenders the restauranteurs uh you know they they're not doing anything and if that closes down then you know from my perspective uh so does business you know it's not uh it, it's just sort of mathematical that the it, it if people are getting in trouble, I guess, where, where they need me or folks like me is because they're they're out and doing stuff. And, you know, that it's it's good to hear their home safe, I suppose. Uh, but yeah. it reflects, I, I think, a stagnant economic situation right now. It's interesting that people, if this entire thing happens and then all of a sudden people start acting right. Yeah. Gonna, well, it's more they can't go to court. You know. <laughs> The other half of that, man, is this, that you have a situation also where the courts are, are shut down in a way that only permits essential activity, at least here in Columbus. Some of the other counties around Ohio are a little bit different, but I think that's probably coming soon. And uh, once that happens, then even if somebody does get in trouble, there's there's not a whole lot of activity afterwards. Uh, now, what, what I fear uh, happening is, you know, a, a horrible over-manifestation of cabin fever where, you know, we don't want, we want to just caution everybody, be safe, uh, respect those with whom you are quarantined in close quarters, uh, because, you know, it, things can get a little crazy. A lot of people wanting to sue the coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, this guy said, I, I work for the largest trucking company in America. We supply the hospitals, okay? So I can't go into fast food restaurants. I can't go through the drive-through because they won't let you take your order up at the window. Oh, wow. And we talked about that earlier. And now he said that in Pennsylvania, they just closed all rest areas oh, to prevent no. gatherings. And now we have nowhere to go to the bathroom. What do they want us to do? Pull over? Pull on the poop on the road? Well, that is crazy. So all the bathrooms are shut Jared, down. they just released like, 80,000 I mean, like political said, prisoners in Iran. You can you know, I look, we are in somewhat uncharted territory. I mean, there is a there's a lot of confusion about what happens when you start dealing with uh, things like executive orders and, and how are they enforced? It turns out in Ohio, it is a crime uh, to violate an executive order. It's a misdemeanor, of the second degree punishable by uh, up to 90 days in jail and some fines and costs and such like that. But I don't think anybody, you know, that's not really going to happen, I don't think. And, you know, uh, no, none of these orders, uh, I, I don't believe, are intended necessarily to eliminate the necessities. And if, you know, unlike the legislative process where stuff is debated, where there are amendments, where there are changes, where, say, the, the, the General Assembly passes a law, you know, they're going to they're gonna go through and discuss that. They're going to have pre-discussions and debates on the floor, and they're going to try to leave all room for these kind of things to happen. Executive orders don't have that kind of vetting. Uh, just on their face. And uh, so, you know, what I would advise somebody is don't break the law, but if you got to take a leak on the side of the road, do what you got to do, man. Uh, you know, it's not, yeah. uh, it, the idea is to keep everybody safe, but not make it so people are unsafe. I agree. And here's uh, here's just something for all the truck drivers out there. 
I, I told you, man, all the road warriors that listen to the show. If you are looking to get something to eat, the Waffle House at I-70 and Wilson Road wants you to know that they are serving chicken sandwiches, hash browns with cheeseburgers, hash browns with sausage, and hash brown bowls, and all kind of hash brown mixtures. So Sounds check like it out me. for yourself. And salads, too. Yeah, by the way, salads, too. Nothing brown. Yeah, so, all right, we do have a question uh, here, Steve. This is uh, on a lot of people's minds. Okay, so these are, it's a couple. They both lost their service jobs already this week when the restaurant shut down. They are not able to pay their rent. They have children. And the landlord, they say, does not care. He does not care. Yeah, I don't, you know, these are questions that are going to repeat, repeat, repeat. And I don't know that I have a great answer for this. I think ultimately it will work out. That's that's maybe the best advice I can say, I can give people. And I know that is not making anybody feel real good. This is more about this. If the landlord's not going to, uh, if the landlord's not cool with it, I, I would just say that in order to evict somebody, it takes time. There's a process. There is uh there's going to be some uh, some court proceedings that have to happen, and, I, and you know it's no tonic for anybody looking at losing their house to say, well, at least it'll take two months. Eviction um, courts also delayed. Yeah, and then eviction courts, at least locally here in Columbus, are delayed, and, and everything's getting postponed. So, I, you know, everybody is going to have to make concessions and adjustments to their daily life affairs. Uh, me included. You know, my office is somewhat uh, on a skeleton crew, and. Uh, you know, folks are having difficulty making ends meet. And, uh, you know, the landlord is like, I, I try to look at it openly. Everybody has their problems here because of this. The landlord relies on rent. The people the landlord owes money to rely on his payment that relies on rent. And the, the people who pay rent rely on commerce and uh, that's not occurring. So it's all the way up and down. Everybody's impacted. And we would love to say, brother, grab your friend and hang out and make it all work and everybody be happy and nice. But uh, it's not always uh, so easy. I would just say that uh, it, it would be very difficult right now to be evicted, at least in the short term, and hopefully this thing turns around, and hopefully there's uh, alternatives for people. And I don't mean to suggest that it's easy to just to say, well, you can get unemployment right now. It'll happen tomorrow. I don't, you know, despite uh, what the promises are, I think that's going to be a difficult process. I think it's going to take a while for it to actually kick in, despite what everybody's saying. And, one, one trillion stimulus and, package, and, and even that, it, it's it's probably not enough. But uh, you know, I guess. Kelly, right. hold on, Kelly, are you in the line of us still? Kelly, what, what county or town woke up this morning and they had all of their rent and mortgage problems? Jeez, tons of people did. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed that. That's pretty good. Okay, that's Westerville. You oh, we can't hear. Okay, I just want to get that clear. That's Franklin County. So nothing on on rent yet and mortgage. No, I believe uh, this morning I said, uh, what did I say this morning? Uh, there was there was definitely uh, somewhere, did I lose it here? Was it Atlanta that uh, they had suspended all? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, it was Atlanta where they had suspended all mortgages and uh, in rent for right now. Dude, it's getting crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is, uh, it, yeah, unprecedented times. People keep saying that, but I mean, it is, it is beyond true. It's like, the things that are happening right now are, are things that people could never conceive of even a month ago. You know, I mean, social distancing to the point like where all of us, just the small aspect of it, we're all in different rooms. I mean, it's crazy. You know, Randy and I are married, so we're together all the time. But, you know, it's, it's different for other people all around the entire country. You know, I mean, it's, it's just uh, the way things are shaken out now are completely different than they were before. I mean, you know, the... The mayor of Atlanta is the one that suspended rent and mortgages for 60 days. 
60 days. They're suspending schools. I mean, well, that's local government. I mean, they, you know, that's, that's what they've done. So, I mean, they can definitely do that if uh, that's what they choose to do. So do we have what to if you're a landlord? Are we good? <laughs> All right, man. We're going to do this each and every Wednesday. This this is more to make sure that this works, man. Steve is live in his own home studio uh, where he actually records his podcast and everything, and which has a ton of legal information if you guys need any of uh, fun stuff. these information uh, all you have to do is go to one simple website right Steve? yeah it's real easy check out the podcast the, the one quick wherever you get podcasts just go look up lawyer talk off the record you can uh you can access it there uh, if you want a quick substitute or, or a quick shortcut, rather, go to uh, channel511.com, and uh, it you can access it that way, too. It'll take you wherever you need to go. Lots of good content on YouTube as well. And, you know, we just want to keep everybody safe. We are here, and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah, man, this is, a, this is all a fluid situation. So, I mean, it could be changing to the Drop point that where number, Steve. Uh, we're broadcasting remotely next week as well. So uh, we'll just have to follow the situation. I mean, Tom Brady's going to Tampa Bay. I mean, things are changing, Steve. Yeah, these, <laughs> things are changing. And, and if anybody has trouble with Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, please call 614-224-6142. We'll happy to talk you through it. That's awesome, man. Hey, Steve, thanks a lot, brother. Thanks for uh, adjusting through these tough times. And I wish you and your family as a close personal friend of mine. Uh, all the luck and love through this uh, situation, man. Hey, same to you guys. Be safe. I am. Absolutely. So now Atlanta, how do you suspend rent and mortgage? Man, how is, does that work? This is. Uh, I mean, how does that work? It's scary. So now <clears throat> the banks have notes out that they depend on you can't how do you suspend it so then does that guy get to go to Kroger and be like this I'm suspending my payment on my groceries because the government suspended all my payments I was supposed to get on the first I'm a little shy on the they're, coin they're selecting groups of people to alienate like intentionally for the greater good I feel like because you have all these people in the house and they're saying well these people have all lost their jobs they can't pay rent so we're just going to sting this guy I mean it's going to it's going to cause panic. It's going to cause you know mm-hmm. people to to act a fool. I mean, people are going to be frustrated as these more and more conditions, rules, whatever you want to call it, the ways that government's trying to assist us um, because they're trying to think quickly and ask, ask, act fast. It's it's scary. See, and then now now is where I go back and forth on it. Earlier, I mean, weeks ago when this was coming out, I knew that there was going to be a problem. And I knew I was not I was not afraid of the virus as I was afraid of the econ the economy and what it was gonna do there. I never that, thought this though. No, that was my fear. And then, you know, I kinda go up and down. You know what I mean? Because with today's date's the eighteenth. Yeah. Okay, so we go back Friday. So we got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So six days and six days every single day the world changed. Our world did. Because we'd get new announcements, we'd hear new stats, we'd get new regulations and things going through. You know, he started out with the Arnold. Then whenever in one day they canceled school, March Madness, NHL, you know what I mean, yeah. basketball, everything, yeah. once, once that started closing down, we were kind of all in a group text. Yeah. And I said, this, this, is, this is scary. This is, where, this, is, this is where it gets crazy. Yeah. Then... You know, they come out and, and they're, they're limiting. Before they close the restaurants and bars, they, you know, did the limit for 100. Uh, I'm working with the comedians on South High. I've got a friend that uh, runs Scully's here in town, mm-hmm. music venue. 
Uh, I talked with him, and he had, for this whole month, national tours coming in. Well, he's only limited to 100. He had you know, more than 100 tickets sold from many of these events, and just the groups themselves were canceling. So now he's standing in there, and he's ordered enough food for the weekend. You know what I mean? He's got full bands coming in. He's got sold-out crowds. He's got th- Now he's got all this food in there. And I was talking to him. I was like, okay, 100 people. We were going to do some comedy shows there. You know what I mean? We're like, only yeah. 100 people. We'll sell the tickets. We'll go through. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, we'll get you some entertainment. We'll go in there. It was like a day or two later after we talked about that. that it's like 10 people you know what now, mean? right? It, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's a bar. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it doesn't right. matter. It's closed. So it's done. So... And I didn't even realize it. And so we were talking around Sunday. I was talking with Steve. I came up here in the morning, met with him. We were going over a few other things with Shorty's Cleaning Company, OCD Cleaning. Her business uh, is ramped up. If you believe yeah. it, there's a lot of people that want things cleaned. Uh, we were talking. It was like, hey, let's go grab a bite to eat. And I uh, took him down. We, he met us in Johnstown. We went to the Ghost Riders uh, Public House. It's a new establishment there. I, it, excellent. And we found out this is going to be the Last Supper. You know, and we went in there and just the whole vibe for one, the community was there supporting these people. And at the end of the night, it, you know, what I mean, I, I hugged Carter, my favorite bartender server there. We talked with the owners. The chef was there. And, and Jeff, I got to say this, man, he put up the last plate and you see a tear in his eye. And, it, you know, what I mean, so then I get home and I was frustrated. Right. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, well, this is just the first tip to socialism. You know what I mean? I was like, this right here. And at first I was like, they can't make us do this and force us to do that. Then I'm looking at the statistics. Then I'm looking at the stats. Then I'm seeing where things are going. And, you know, I, I don't know. You know what I mean? But whenever, and, and, you know, it's social distancing, social distancing. They just keep getting that word out. Social, social, social. And it... You know, I, it concerns me. I, I just, I don't know where this is going, how far along it's going to go. You know I mean? We've never taken any moves like this before. I mean, if it comes down to a lot of moves that we should always take during the flu season. Now, I'm, I, I, can, I can get off my horse here. You passed, you passed Steve, Steve the book. The most important book in the history of the world, the Bible. The, book. the Bible, yeah. No, no, I Jeff think that's, I, what is that, Matthew six twenty five. Yes. Get in your Bible, Matthew six twenty five. do not worry. Yeah, do not worry. And I just read that, and I've read that recently, too, or in a, in various ways I've, I've been studying this stuff. But uh, it basically says, do not worry. Do not worry. Yep. You know, Jesus will provide, God will provide for his God children, will provide the for his Almighty. Children. Yeah. And, you know, whatever God you worship, and maybe that's, uh, that's a good lesson. I think uh, ours happens to be this one, obviously. But uh, if you, uh, it, it, there is inspiration everywhere on it. it what, what it's really saying there is uh, our basic needs are what they are. And how many times, let's just take it out of that for those who aren't necessarily uh, uh, religious or care one way or another, but. Those before us have suffered worse. Um, there have been worse times than these. Right. And we can complain on Facebook using our iPhones Yeah, um, while we're at home with the lights on and having shelter with our families and plenty of food in your cupboards. If you don't have those things, please reach out for help. I think there's lots of folks, uh, yeah. even us here, would help you with that. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have what we need at least now. Yeah. I think um, it's fair to say, I mean, we have, a, a, we, well, we have millions listening, but for those that do surplus. reach out to us, 
Um, we try to get back to them. I mean, if somebody called in here and said, I'm an avid listener, a lawyer talking, I don't have any food in my cupboard, we could probably help you out. So let, yeah. let us know. But uh, Let me just say we would, right? If somebody yeah. needs that kind of help, uh, we will help uh, to the extent we can, right? Yep. And, I, and yep. I think if we couldn't, then others that we know would. I mean, that's, that's sort of how I like to roll here. I, I don't want to look, look, our government is busy enough. Yeah. Yeah. We have to take our own responsibility, not only to protect ourselves and our family, but those around us. Yep. So I guess, Jared, back to your point, you know, when you're talking about what's going to happen with the social distancing and distancing and stuff, you know, I sit at home, I was talking to my wife last night. I was like, kids have now been home three days in a row. My wife's still trying to maintain her job, do everything she needs to do. I'm checking in, checking out. We're getting activities together for the kids. It's been kind of nice, which has been a blessing, you know, cause kids can go outside and ride their bikes. Who knows how much longer they can do that. I'm worried. Like this is going to affect this generation. <clears throat> this is going to change them in the future. I mean, it really is. I mean, I'm not saying we're at a depression yet, but it's getting there. I mean, we, so many people lost their jobs in the last, what, three, days. four days, days that are calling in saying, what, how am I going to make rent? How am I going to put food on Multiple customers come into my store and then just got laid off, just got let go. And it's, you know, I, I just don't know exactly where, because like I say, my mind changes on this and that. And, then I'm, I, and I, I've listened to our governor and the president each time they've been spoken. I've listened to the whole things. Yeah. And I'm not just getting clips from here and there, and I'm listening and going through with it. And, and they're coming up, and I understand the scale of the numbers, because there are people, and they've interviewed them, that have the coronavirus that you can't tell. They, they feel fine. They look right. fine. They're, they're, they're moving around. So the curb on getting the social aspect apart is to where you don't overload the hospitals is their fear. Right. So if we can curb that. And then they're talking about doling out checks to everybody. And that I was Andrew I, Andrew Yang when it came out and said, I'm well, not he, saying he this wants, for He wants to do it every month. This is that's a little different. Than oh, he wants to do a thousand a month. Yeah, this, yeah, this is yeah, Andrew this, Yang. Andrew Yang. I can't remember. Was it a yeah, thousand a month? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah. And, and Andrew Yang is okay. a little bit or different. Maybe a week. Than I, you could do, if we have one. If they're going to do a one trillion dollar stimulus but, package, but yeah, which that's the the problem with it is the stimulus. Going big. These stimulus, going big, these stimulus packages. They're 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 adding a bunch of things into it. So my theory on it is okay. So if you're going to give everybody a check, those that are in need, like if you make, I don't know, I think there should be a limit. I think you make over a hundred grand or something, maybe you don't get one, but if you lay it down to where everybody gets, because he says it's going to go bigger than a thousand. So give everybody $1,500 and let's do a quarantine then for 14 days, two week vacation. Yeah, for let's, everybody. let's really knock it down. Maybe let's, let's, you know what I mean? Instead of just give, just instead of doling out the money, it's like this. I'll give where everybody's going to give the money. Not, gonna do what something. if you, what if you throw all your chips in with that kind of cash and after 14 days, it's still there. Right. I mean, this well, it's problem. still going to be there, but what it'll do is hopefully slow tamper it. it down. Okay. We'll slow it down to where, because you might have it and it might take seven days before it kicks in. Yeah. That's what they're finding. There's that seven day run. So if we go with the 14, now, once again, if you're sick, stay at home. Yeah. Period. If you think you're sick, well, see, but stay, stay at, at home. home. You know, drastic times call for drastic measures. You know what I mean? If you have been notified by your boss or whatever that that times are tight and we have to change the structure of things, or the people that are laid off and stuff like that, when they have a an in for some cash, they're gonna be like, dude, I gotta go do it, man. You know what Take I mean? It. I might have a cough today, but I gotta support my family. I could see where I get it. Stay home when you're sick. You know what I mean? But 
Well, well, no, no, I, 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 I do. I totally yeah. understand that right now. But right now, that's why I guess. Well, let me let me let me say this, and and this is sort of a shift. If if you know, I see I see on Facebook, I see on just social media, which you know I get what it is, but there are those who are fine, and there are those who aren't so fine. Mm-hmm. Those who are fine tend to be the ones posting stuff, uh, like bored on uh, on the days off. You know, I suggest a nice drive. To this place to look around or or look at my new office here at home as they're taking pictures of their granite countertops and their cabinets i mean yeah and and i guess i just want everybody to remember not everybody has that some people don't have a home office they just have a home and based on the calls we just got they may not even have that mm-hmm. so you know it's not like everybody there's a notion that employers can simply just oh just let people work from home but remember that the Maybe I'm being a little selfish, but remember that these small businesses out there whose commerce is dependent upon certain things and those things aren't there anymore, you can't work from home because there is no work. You can't get paid at home because there is no pay. You can't, uh, there's no home office, there's no home work, there's no home pay, there's no nothing. And uh, that's why these this stimulus uh, or every dollar will help people uh, who need it. And and then to those who, who don't aren't suffering that, uh, maybe you work for the state or maybe you work for uh, a, a company that still can do commerce and still supply uh, whatever services or goods or product they, they, they supply because it's it's open. Well, just understand what everybody else is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not so easy. Each person has a battle through this. So it's yeah. easy for those who are I mean, you're, you own this building. Yeah. What if all of a sudden Governor DeWine comes in and says, people that rent here, you, you don't owe money for 60 days. Yeah. Does that apply? It's like. Here, here's my experience on some of this stuff is that usually that doesn't apply on the commercial side. So people wouldn't have to pay their rent, but I would still have to pay my, or I'd still have to pay my mortgage. And and I'm not complaining about that. I will figure a way. I will, I will right. figure it out as, as I do. But uh, just, I guess I'm, well, the so point if you own an apartment is, complex, wouldn't that be commercial? Well, what <clears> I'm saying is the, the owner of the complex. The owner of the complex would still have to pay. Is Does he still have to pay or she still have to pay or the company still have to pay, whatever LLC. Yeah, no, that's it. a good point. And, and, you know, I heard somebody last night talking about all the greedy people out there. It's like, all right, well, the owner of that building, guess what? That's that person's job to own that building and to rent it out. And it doesn't happen. Uh, it's not like uh, they're just padding pockets to get paid or, or by charging rent. They have their own debt structure. They have their own problems going up. It's just a different angle to look at the economic problems. So just because a landlord, you know, if you're a landlord and you owe your mortgage on a multi-unit dwelling and that mortgage is, say, 10 grand a month, and all of a sudden and you have a house, a modest house with your family, and your income uh, is that rent. So say it's your 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 uh, your debt structure is ten grand a month to maintain it, and with rent you get uh, fifteen thousand a month. So now you have a five thousand dollar a month income, and you pay taxes and you pay your own expenses, etc. And that's your income. Now that that's a pretty normal situation, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's not all that unusual. Um, so just because you own an apartment complex doesn't it's scaled differently, but it's the same. Uh, outcome, you know, yeah, you know, they yeah. got to pay rent too to make sure that the people that live in the apartment you have your insurance policy paid up for the parking lot. You right. got your light setter out there. 
You know what I mean? That income that comes in from those houses pay for all of that. It pays for that. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't happen magically. So I guess, uh, and maybe there's, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's something in uh, the good book here that is, uh, that is relevant because it's really about understanding things from other people's viewpoints. Yeah. You know, uh, just, well, I pondered that this morning. My wife was good, good. She opened me, directed me right to that this morning. And I was thinking, I was like, you know, it, and then I'm talking about myself. It's like, even me, I live in excess. I mean, I, I don't, I'm looking around and I'm turning lights off and I'm looking at food I have and I'm saying, all right, then we had this. Do we need, do you need Netflix? Do you need the, you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm counting my bills and I'm like, but I, I live in excess. What do I need all this stuff for? You know what I mean? It's just like we, we're a society of more, 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 more. I need more stuff. I need more of this. I need more of that. It's like you don't, you know? And it's weird that this has brought us to that point where we're looking at each other going, well, I just, I love my kids. I want to take care of my kids. Or Jared, I love my wife. Or whoever, you know what I mean? It's like I, I I just want to be able to provide and not lose the roof over my head or not have, you know, the sit down and have the meal. It's like you know, just going back to what you said in that public house in Johnstown. It's like that's being taken away because of this. Yep. You know? Yeah, scary. I mean, and it was, it was just, it was, it was just a feeling. It was, it was surreal, man. I just, I, I'm gonna tell you, I went home and and I walked out back. I was like, I, I can't watch any TV. I can't see anything. Went out of my building, put on some hillbilly music. I sat there, man, and and, and, and tears came in my eyes. I felt for every single one of those people. I just, you yeah. know, what I mean, they went home to a totally different world. Yep. Okay. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're hand to mouth. Right, I mean, mm-hmm. they they get their tips, they put it in their pocket, they go to the store, they get gas. A gas tank's empty. Well, they're they're not getting any more tips. They're they're not yeah. getting paid. Yeah, and they have to figure out how to run with it, you know. And then, like you said, then I do believe they made some for for all with the with, with the unemployment to where it doesn't hurt the employer. It should be a week, but you know they're overloaded right now. I mean, how many thousands upon thousands of people are putting in for it? I, I mean, just, you I still got two got calls yesterday on that. from clients that need help with things, and I'm going, well, I mean, you know, what kind of finances do you have to fix this, you know, to help pay me to fix the problem? And they're just like, I work at such and such. I mean, we just had the meeting yesterday. We're all laid off. They kept yep. like two, three employees. That'll run the drive through That'll run the... I mean, I'm getting email after email from every restaurant I ever ate at, because you know when they ask you to write your email down, just, hey, we're still doing curbside. You know what I mean? It's like I hear Cameron Mitchell struggling, which is a huge, huge employer around I'm here. A Bed Bath and Beyond, a Victoria's Secret, Limited. All, all L brands. Limited, all yeah. L brands. He, he closed them all down. Uh, it, it's so that the, there's a whole there's a whole slew of employees right there, down to outside Johnson where the manufacturing plant is. You know, I mean, if if the stores aren't selling any right. any lotions, why would you be bottling any lotion? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just a crazy, and it just it. So then I sit down and I was talking with my staff and I've got a couple of younger girls that work for me and, and Sunday and man, they just, as I was talking to them, they have a look of fear and there's been so much where this, we're just overloaded with it right now. And you just see the look on people's face. They're walking down the street that are driving in their cars. I mean, there, you just, there's a whole, it, it's, it's surreal. Just, it's surreal, man. It's yeah. just, it's just weird. Yeah. And, and driving in today, I'm just like, dude, the traffic on a, Wednesday, yeah, like, get just, out of here. It takes me ten minutes to get here. It usually takes me forty-five. And just, that affects our health. That affects people uh, right there. It's just this the unknown and and what is happening and and what are we gonna do and 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 how am I gonna like you said that family on that call in, 
you know, they got kids and they both work in the restaurant industry and they come home one night and they're like, now what do we do? Mm -hmm. Who's hiring? Right. Right. Yeah. And and where everybody was hiring before now, there's all kinds of people out of work. Yeah. There's no hiring. There's no, there's no money, uh, changing hands. There's nothing. And, uh, you know, I know I saw when this first started that, uh, once the restrictions began, it was very clear to me a couple weeks ago, what they're doing is eliminating the income stream, but not the outflow stream. Mm. So folks still have to still owe money, but they're not getting any income to pay it. And, you know, is this going to expose bad habits that uh, of excess like you're talking about? You bet it will. Um, and people will adjust and they'll learn and they'll figure that part out, but it's deeper than that. You know, it's like, it's, it's not, uh, if you don't, if you can't put shelter over your heads, um, then, you know, look, there's no quick fix to that, but don't chastise it. Yeah. You know, don't chastise it. These are your neighbors, right? So, uh, and, and the people that will fix it, the the people that are going to fix it or the the thing that will fix it in this situation is not going to be the government. The government's busy. Right. You, you need to, we need to be, uh, we need to be human beings and interact. And I don't care about social distancing. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about interacting, figuring out who needs help and providing it and doing it at our level. Uh, and I think all too often we look up the chain to Uncle Sam or the government to say, help, you know, that, but that's not their job. Their job is to deal with the virus. Let them deal with that and uh, we'll go along with it. Our job is to take care of ourselves. Let's do that. And, mm-hmm. and that means helping those who cannot. Mm-hmm. take care of themselves because of their situation, even if maybe some dumb decisions uh, created their situation. Because really, that's just a matter of time. That's not a matter, you know, it's like yeah. everybody's getting there. You know, we're all on that same path. Yeah, The conveyor belt is the same for everybody. Some people are closer to the end than others, right? That's how yeah. we have to look at this. On this whole mass shopping spree that went on that everybody goes on. And did, you get, did you fall into it? Well, no, I didn't have to because... Uh, we still have the toilet paper we'd purchased at Sam's Club and the big bundles like me and Shorty always do. There's only two-person household, you know? And so we so haven't... just do like a couple I have, months. I, well, I haven't bought... I haven't had to go out since this whole influx went on. Now, for my store, I go through a lot of paper towels. And I, you know, there's, and I was blown away. The other, yesterday, I showed up to work, and I got a case of water. I got some paper towels. I got toilet paper. And there's a customer there, and they're like, where did you get that? I was like, well, I found the paper towels at Lowe's. That's uh, where they're saying go. And, Home, Home Depot uh, yeah. Lowe's still has, yeah. people don't know that that's there. And I said, uh, the water and toilet paper came from my house. And I went to multiple Walmarts, Costco, Sam's Club. And then I was like, well, I'll go to the Johnstown Kroger's. They'll have some stuff there. That place is like a bomb went off, bro. Yeah. If you want cinnamon swirl bread, that was like the last two loaves that were there. Yeah, you can't All get the it. bread was gone. Yep. The eggs were gone. The milk was gone. All paper products were gone. Yeah. Hand soap was gone. Sanitizers, sanitizer wipes, gone, gone, gone. Nothing was there. And I was just thinking, I was like, what? I mean, if, for me, if you work in the restaurant industry, get your behind up at 6 a.m., go knock on every Kroger and Giant Eagle and say, it looks like you guys need some extra help. And hope that they need the staff for trying to get these products back out there because when I'm in there, the other thing I notice is the employees are busting their behinds to get more cans on the shelves, more water out. If they have it, they're they're running in the back and checking for people. I mean, I, you can just see that they're stressed too. Um, no, you see the stress on their face. Oh, you yeah. see the clothes I mean, on there and the, yeah. and the fear. 
And yeah. now I know that some companies have changed hours. They've, they've reduced yeah. their own hours. Uh, there's a few, and I, I can't remember which they're naming, but it's like from time X to Y, it's like 60 plus, or you know, I mean, older citizens can yeah. only to shop. You know, I think I'm hoping, well, we'll see. I mean, a lot of the states now are like limiting capacity. Like, if, you know, if you want to run a vape store, you can have 10 people in at one time. 10 people. You know what I mean? Or something like that. They're coming up with these rules, these arbitrary rules to try to limit or I guess create this social distancing, not have too many people in one place. But it's like, I mean, think of the impact. I mean, it's I'm crazy. not selling a lot of new products. We're, we're selling existing customers. And right. a lot of them are coming in. They know what they want. They're in and they're out. Yep. Nobody's really hanging around, standing around, yeah. talking. There's there. Everybody's just kind of in and out, in and out. And well, I mean, in the past too, you've tried to do like tastings, right? Oh, like yeah, if you have new products. I've got, and no, now you, I've got no samples. Now you can't do that. Yeah. I got no samples. People are yeah. We just have sample t- tanks where you could come in and, mm-hmm. and and try the different flavors and see something you like. There's that. That's that's gone. Yeah, you know, and it's just down to continuously when somebody comes in the store and out of the store, we've been Santa wiping the doors. You know, I mean, going through and keeping things up. But at one point in time, it's like, you know, the cleaning companies like Shorty's, too. She was like, well, I've got a stock of these. She really likes the the, the sanitation wipes, like the Clorox wipes. Oh, yeah. And she's like got her stockpile. She's like, when are we going to be able to get more? Yeah. Well, I think I, I've heard tale that the supply chains are still intact. I mean, they're still delivering goods and, so, and stuff now. Uh, so I think there will be more of that kind of stuff. But the problem is... It, it, again, it's one of duration and time. I mean, at some juncture, uh, if this continues, and you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't. I mean, it, the, there can only be supply lines open for for so long. And I am hearing things like, "Oh, China's on the other end of it," or the, you know, they're on the other end of it, and it was only X number of days or weeks. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, I really don't. The know. only thing that scares me is I don't know if anybody else listens to NPR in the morning. I listened to an NPR story, and they had some English-speaking folks that live in China. In China, I don't know if it's you know they just speak English or it's folks that were there from the United States that live there now or travelers or whatever. But my concern is that you know China's they're not dumb. It, the more that this virus spreads and the more negative media they receive, the more it's going to affect their economy because nobody's going to want to do business with them. There's not going to be travelers. Sure. They're trying to control. So the they message. are trying yeah. to control their media to make it sound like they're on the back end. Hopefully God willing, they are on the back end. Yeah. But yeah. I, from those stories, it's like, dude, if you post on social media, that, like bad pictures of things and like no bread and stuff like that, they're they're t- The government's coming in and taking it down. Like you, they're not, they're not letting that negative message get out there. Yeah. Um, you know, so hopefully that is accurate, but I've, when NPR is reporting on that, that, hey, we're interviewing these people and they're, ugh, it's a little bit different than what they're saying. They're hiding their names, disguising their voices so the government can't tell who they are. It's like, it's freaking scary stuff, man. Yeah, it sucks. Well, I think what we got to do, and you know, there's one other thing I want to try to get done here, Jeff. You had a you had a connection from uh, the UK, a, a, a gentleman in, in Britain. Yeah, I hope my phone doesn't die. Uh, who is uh, an, an is avid a listener. And uh, we want to try to arrange uh, a chat about not only the topics that uh, this gentleman wanted to discuss, but, you know, England has a different protocol they're employing to deal with this as a country than the United States. Uh, They're more about uh, quarantining the older folks who are more susceptible to the virus and being less uh, invasive on the younger folks who can keep the economy going. And that may turn out to be a great strategy. It may not turn out to be a great strategy, but I would like to get their thoughts on it. Um, This is Dave from Liverpool. Thanks for listening, Dave. And what we're going to do here in the next uh, – here's, here's how I see this going, gentlemen. Um, the lawyer talk table is intact. Uh, if there are no legal services to provide, we can provide this. 
And yeah. uh, that's what we're going to do. So anybody who's got questions, concerns, just want to air out your uh, problems and, and ask for help or just discuss it and feel better about it remotely, uh, give us a shout, 614-224-6142. That's, my, that's the Yavich Palmer Law Firm. Uh, send us an email at uh, ohiolegaldefense.com. There's a portal there where you can do that. Uh, soon we're going to launch a Lawyer Talk webpage. So that's coming, and, and there'll be a more yeah. uh, condensed or consolidated approach to get uh, communication. But uh, feel free to reach out. We are going to continue to provide content, maybe shorter content, maybe longer content, maybe more frequent content. We will see. But uh, – uh, this is a lawyer talk. You got one? We had another question came in from a case manager. It might not be a good platform to do it. I mean, this was uh, this is the blitz and coronavirus talk, but um, there's a case manager that's asking questions about what an employer can uh, ask about when it comes to records, crimes. You know, what kind of questions can you ask on applications? I mean, it's a it's a detailed question, probably for another day. But I mean, those are two that definitely we're going to tackle that's yeah that's, stuff that's coming up so we've yeah. got i guess the the message for the wrap-up today is that we are getting your communication and we do intend to address it all and uh, we hope to do it in a way that uh makes everybody feel a little bit more calm and secure in these times of trouble uh reach out to those uh who support you and support others who need you uh and uh, i think everybody's going to be fine uh so for now this is lawyer talk off the record on the air in quarantine at least until now 